is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh! He's It's Sunday Footy Talk. James Graham and Dobbo, we're going to unpack the bunker. We sure are, Ben. Also, the Titans' second half fade-outs continued and Papalihi, penalty, dropout. I've been there before. I felt for the big fella, but it is what it is. Yeah, we'll talk Broncos' big win as well. This is Footy Talk. Jimmy Graham and Dobbo on a Sunday. Sunday footy talk, Jimmy Graham and Dobbo. Hello, Jammer. How are you, mate? I'm very well, thank you, Ben Dobbin. What a week it's been in Rugby League, hey? And- it certainly has. Last night, Warriors 30, Dalton's 18 in the first game. South Sydney put the Titans to the sword, 46 points to 28. And the Broncos, with arguably their most impressive victory of the year, 20 points to 12 over the Sharks on the road. But I've got to start with the big issues. The bu- the bunker, Jammer. Seriously, what is going on? We saw Joy Arrow with a syndesmosis potentially out of origin off the back of a Chris Randall tackle. You and Aiken, uh, there was a hip drop there. We're just waiting on what the charges will be. No sin bidding there. We've also seen um, very, very clearly um, Braley from the Sharks. There was a hip drop in that in that Sharks Broncos game. No sin bidding there. What is going on? How have they changed in the course of four weeks? A complete 360 on what we all had to go and get used to. I was attacked personally, even by the head of the NRL for questioning this, yet we're still confused. (laughs) No, Ben, you're advised to go and look at the video twice and you're attacked for not listening, not for your point of view. Uh, So I stand by Graham Annesley for that. No, you don't. Um, Look, uh, the, the... how do we talk about this? Where, where, where to begin? Like, I'm confused. Everybody's confused. I actually, Ben, I prefer it this way. Not being confused, but I prefer the, the leave it for the, to the match review committee. Rather than sin bidding them? Rather than sin. Uh, the, the, it, it's a personal preference. Not everybody will agree. No, I, I don't want to yeah. see players get injured. But for me, the, the lack of communication, the lack of, you know... Um, clarity around each of these and, and 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 I guess the new way we're going to uh, police and um, the new way that we're going to penalise this not just with a you know with just a penalty sufficient and non-report or, or whatever it may be yeah. but you know to remove the simbin from it that that's not being explained um, and, and I think that's why there's so much confusion about that. If, if indeed, you know, we could just be looking at it and going, oh, maybe they got they got these ones wrong. I, I don't, I, I, and you know, in hindsight, they should have been Simbins, but I, I've been very adamant that it, it should go to match review committee because there is so much grey area around them. Um, we've seen some hip drops in previous rounds be Simbins that weren't even hip drops, so I don't know if this is a, this is a, a reaction to that. Oh, sorry, they, they'd be on report and placed in the bin, and then no case to answer, which means they're not a pe- they're not a hip drop, not a penalty. So I don't know if they're going away from that or they're trying to to, to take that out of it. But that I, I don't know if the clubs have, have have been communicated to, but certainly the people in in the media and the fans haven't been, which is um, causing this state of um, constant confusion. Gemma. 
Milford gets Sinbin in that game that you covered for a high shot and put on report. Yep. It was a, it was a crucial part of the game because the Warriors scored two tries in that time. Jared Wallace makes contact with the head, deemed as a shoulder charge, player leaves a field HIA and doesn't go to the sin bin. There is some inconsistencies. What deems contact to the head to go to the bin to not go to the bin? Well, Dobbo, I've got I've got a real issue with this. So for for me, that was an accidental head, head clash. Yep. Which we can do nothing, which um, unfortunately we can't really do much about like it, it, it that that that's one of those that that the head on head you know uh, how how you p- police that or, or take that out of the game that that's a that's an issue that is incredibly complex and and i guess um it, it's going to happen it's unintended consequences of playing our sport at the high collision sport that we play to make the decision that that tackle was a shoulder charge but that shoulder charge didn't cause the injury is what did? nothing short of bizarre. So yeah. it's either a head clash and it's knock on or play the ball, depending on what happened to the to the ball carrier, or it's not. Yeah. It's it, how you can call that tackle a shoulder charge that di- didn't, you know, uh, not a causation of the injury. Like, I, I don't know how a, how a referee makes that call so if it if it is in his interpretation a shoulder charge which is an illegal tackle you know and Tahu Harris was correct in saying in his approach to the referee saying well if he tackled with proper technique he wouldn't have you know that maybe it wouldn't have come to that but if we're going to penalize that for being a shoulder charge well the match review committee are going to be very 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 busy people because how close do you put the to Tom Flegler situation where he went to the bin in Origin? Exactly. To compared to the Jared yeah. Wallace. Well, to well, me, they well, are very well, similar. Well, well, they well, are very they, similar. They are, but you, you could argue between Flegler and uh, Tabrovic was shoulder contact with the head, where the Wallace contact, um, I think it was on Rocco Berry, I believe, yeah. um, if I recall correctly, was head on head. So there's the difference. But yeah. I don't think... I don't think Flegler, Flegler was a simbinning. I think that was one of those that should be left to the match review committee. And I, I don't think um, the incident against the Warriors was a penalty at all. Or, or if it's a shoulder charge, he's got to go. Yeah, well, it was the best thing that ever happened to Queensland. They'd be hoping that they do that again. Broncos, big win. James Graham, um, Jobbo, uh, footy talk on listener on Sunday. Brisbane 20, Sharks 12. Um, so much to unpack about this. Huge statement. Massive huge statement. Huge statement from the Broncos with so many guys backing up after Origin. I think all but Selwyn Cobbo. Yeah, correct. Um, backed up and we're all um, outstanding for the Broncos. And the way the Broncos are going, um, look, they've still got three buys up their sleeve. Yeah. Uh, to have those, isn't it? To, to get these victories around Origin, the win against the Warriors the week before was huge, massive statement coming down to Sydney, where you know I, I guess in, in even in some of those the dominant Brisbane teams, they they, they they the thorn in their side was coming down to to Sydney, um, but to come and, and beat the Sharks in their in their home ground, a packed out Shark Park. Incredible victory for for the Brisbane Broncos and you know clear leaders now of, of the competition and the fact that they've still got the 
three timely buys up their sleeve means I think you know be, you know before Origin started they they got off to a fly of the Broncos this year and it was oh how will they manage the Origin period well they're ticking that box yeah they're they are. They've that got, box they've right got Newcastle now. then a buy jammer which is a real handy thing and then then they come out of the buy and take on the Dolphins and then another buy so. Yeah. They've got a really, uh, I'm not saying an easy, but the, the yeah. next four weeks. They've got an opportunity, gar- Ben, to be yeah. fresh. They've yeah. got an opportunity to be fresh. And then I think their 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 last buy is is later in the piece. Yeah, around um, 25. Yeah, around, the, which is yeah. perfect timing for them. So, you know, you think that they'll be top four. If they can get that first win, they, yeah, they're, they're, they're primed. They, they, they've got the stars are aligning. If they can keep fit. Their players as well that don't play Origin have been like Reynolds, top quality. Stags and Ricky, amazing. Unbelievable. So, what about Corey Oates' performance last night? I mean, coming back from a knee injury, we've, he's been, you forget how good he is. Yeah. He just absolutely broke every tackle. But you talked, just touched the on thing, to Tony the thing Stags. Is, the thing is, though, Ben, they've not missed him because Arthur's nah. has stepped in. Like, yeah, they've got this depth now. Um, so, obviously, um, We've also got a, a, a drama, um, you know, and, and we've got to talk about this right now. There's some breaking news coming out. Dylan Brown, um, Jemma, this is just broken, um, has been charged um, with an incident at the Golden Sheaf Pub in Double Bay. Uh, he has been charged with five counts of sexual touching after an incident at the Double Bay Pub last night. Um, obviously, Parramatta uh, have the buy um, and... Um, to me, that, that, that is um, concerning uh, by no means, and obviously the NRL later today will be involved and obviously have a statement about that, but that is just broken um, as we are on air at the moment. So um, Parramatta will uh, no doubt throughout the course of the afternoon and we'll keep you abreast of that, but um, that is not great for that club um, that is under the pump at the moment, struggling a fraction as we speak. So no doubt um, we, will, we will talk about that. Moving right along, the Titans, and um, I don't want to miss Minimise that, our, and I, but that that is just what we have been. It's been reported, so that's what we're talking about. Moving along, the Titans. The second half uh, keeps on happening. Jammer. Um, they've had seven losses this season. Six of the seven, they've been leading at halftime. Yeah. Um, and it's becoming a habit. Uh, they were beaten soundly last night, forty-six points to twenty-eight. They were leading twenty-two sixteen at halftime. I don't know what well, I, well, I mean you're a footballer I don't well, know what to even say what you where you even begin with this Well look let, let's not be overreactive for that happening against South Sydney cuz South Sydney can do no, that sure. shit it, it, it's probably some of the other ones that the the, the dolphins clawing them back and also the bulldogs that those are the two um examples that really spring to mind um, I don't think there's you know the the lead wasn't that significant against South Sydney, a team that uh, attack well, but you would still like to see them uh, defend their way to victory a little better. Um, you know, it, Dobbo, this this probably isn't a question for the rugby league experts. It's a question for the psychologists and the mind expert, experts. It, it, it has to be um, a mental issue to to to, to lead at, at, at half time and to for this to consistently happen. It's not a matter of tactics. It's not a matter of identity. It's a matter of mindset. And it's something that um, Holbrook and the rest of the staff need to address. But I I don't believe it's a football, uh, well, a directly football issue. 
I think it's I think it's it's something in in, in the mind, I, and whether or not it's how they apply themselves, or whether or not they've just got this lingering doubt that it's gonna that it's coming, and they you know almost predict that the comeback is happening, um, and they they just can't seem to shake it. It's it's almost um, a hoodoo. It's a it you know a bogey team. The bogey team of the Titans is the second half. Yeah. And that's what I think, obviously, you're right. Uh, most teams have a, uh, a lot of mind coaches and they have a lot of things. Um, what is going on the Titans? I saw it with the Cowboys many moons ago. Paul Green took over and he really struggled to try and get them to win in Sydney. It was that, that big hoodoo. And, and once they got over that... Yeah, they cracked they, it and then it... That, yeah. And they went on, mate. They went on. They ended up winning a premiership, um, you know, like in, in the years to come. But it was that, that turning point. They had to get that first win um, and they did that. And from there on, um, look, it was a very, very, very good situation. Friday night, I thought of you, Jammer. I really did. Um, I saw Isaiah Papali'i do what every good edge forward should do when you're leading 19 points to 18 with two minutes to go. He attempted to charge the the ball. He dived. He hit the hit the ground, and the dew on the ground uh, propelled him forward. And accidentally, he took out the legs of Jamal Fogarty. And it reminded me of the great James Graham on Adam Reynolds on Easter Monday, uh, on Easter on Good Friday, when that happened. And obviously, very similar situations. Not deliberate. Not attacking the legs. By the letter of the law, if you go to the rule book and you bring it all out. Yes, he attacked the legs. But when does common sense come into it? And I mean that genuinely. That wasn't malicious on that no, wasn't malicious on Friday night. It, 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 it wasn't, Ben. But if I took something um, from my experiences uh, during that that Good Friday game, it's you, you know you you have to have a, a pr- you have the presence of mind and the instinct to go. I'm going to go and apply pressure. But you've got to uh, you know part of that is you can't leave your feet. Um, or you certainly yeah. you'd have to change your target if you are going to leave your feet and 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 go for the flight of the ball or that you know one or two meters away from the kicker and and predict that. It's just look. I was unaware of it at the time when it happened to me and the, and the Bulldogs in that Good Friday. It was a very emotional game. Um, and I look, it, it, it's it's the rules, man. Like I I, I was. They got it well, right. I was, I, was, the law. I, was, I was unprofessional in terms of like um, me not knowing that that rule. I, I guess I've, I've, I've put pressure on on dropouts on field goals before, but never never taken the the the, the kicker out. But um, yeah, what, what 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 can you do? I mean, I, I felt for for Papali here as well because he's it's a gutsy effort, it's a huge effort. It was a crazy game, a crazy game. And you know, perhaps if that incident hadn't happened to me, there would have been a, a, a you know, a, a similar state of confusion at the Tigers. But I think you know, most people were aware. It's like, oh yeah, you you can't do that, can you? No, you can't. And um, and uh, look, it was disappointing with the West Tigers. They were right in this. Uh, Ricky Stewart justified in his uh, decision. We will talk about that, no doubt, with Jared Croker uh, rested for this week's 300th. That's it from us here at Footy Talk on a Sunday. Uh, lots of games to get through this afternoon. Who do you like out of the Roosters and Bulldogs, mate? Uh, Bulldogs, of course, mate. Yeah. Cowboys Storm? Storm. Yeah, and Pan- Panthers Dragons. Well, 
Hello. Hello. Okay. That's mind it. You, Sunday. But mind you, Ben, I'm saying that. The way Who this knows? year served them all. Like, yeah. We'll just see what happens. Sunday Footy Talk. Thank you, James Graham. We'll be back. The journey's back tomorrow on Listener with Footy Talk. Listener.